Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, Bully Ray and I talk about AEW Dynamite from last night, starting off with the Icon Sting getting the chance that he got last night gave me goosebumps and talking about goosebumps one of the best entrances i have ever seen as a wrestling fan chris jericho's in what was a great match with mjf we talk about it right now on the busted open podcast the guy that i saw last night on tv was the guy that i remember in boston slammiversary that's the guy that I remember. The last great match that Sting had, I'm proud to say, was against me. This is not about me. I'm just saying, this is what makes me, quote unquote, a little bit of an authority on modern day Sting. Because I know what the guy is capable of when he's fired up and when he's motivated. And I'll be damned if he has not been fired up and motivated since coming to AEW. Lots to get into from last night. Where do you want to start? <laughs> why, why I'll, I'll you tell start? you what. I tell you, I'm talking about with the, with, the, with, the, with the Sting, Darby Allen, and the uh, 2.0 match. I'm going to start here first. There were veterans... And fellow Hall of Famers that went on record to say, shit, I'm not even going to dance around it. It was Booker. Booker went on record to say, I don't think Sting should be wrestling at 61. It's not a good idea. I was the first one to come out and say, bullshit. It's a great idea. This is sports entertainment. This is about working smart and working to your strengths. And if one of your strengths is only being able to be in tag matches, then so be it. If one of your strengths is only being able to wrestle five minutes, then so be it. What were the Ramon strengths? Three chords, a leather jacket, and three-minute songs. Get in, get on, get off, get out. You can still have this mega icon and sting and book around his strengths. Did we see Sting's strengths last night? Yes. 
Did you see any flaw in his game last night? Not at all. Now, if he had to go 20 minutes on his own, yeah, you might see a little bit of a kink in the armor. Sure. But I ain't seen it yet. I am not, like Tommy says about, you know, age. We're not ageists. Take a look at Chris Jericho. He's 50 years old, and he's probably across the board from professional wrestler to sports entertainment uh, entertainer doing it better than anybody else in the business right now. Would you agree or not? Yes. And he's 50. You might creep it up on 51. So this age stuff, bullshit, throw it out the door. I have never, ever, ever been in agreement with it. The only thing that matters is can you get the job done? That's my first take on Sting. Did you want to say something? Yeah, I just, listen, you're right. You're not going to see Sting, Ric Flair from 1988 and 2021. I don't think the fans want to see, you know, Sting doing a 50-minute, 55-minute match. A 30-minute match, like you said, a 20-minute match. All I know is this bully. I was in Jacksonville for double or nothing. In that match, every single person in that venue were on their feet chanting, you still got it to sting. Last night on Dynamite, every single fan that was in Houston were on their feet chanting, this is awesome and holy shit when it came to sting. What more can you ask for from any professional wrestler than to get every fan in the venue standing and chanting? And that's what Sting has been able to do the last two times he's been in the ring. This is Jimmy Smith, voice of WWE Monday Night Raw and host of Unlocking the Cage on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. And I'm here to let you know that Unlocking the Cage is now available as a podcast. That's right. You'll get my take on the trending stories in combat sports and interviews with some of the biggest names in the fight game. I'm bringing you shows every weekday. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Dave, as far as the match was concerned, the stipulation on the match, what'd you think? Uh, I like it. And you know what, Bully? I'm going to give you a little tip of the cap because you have said... Numerous times, especially with the opening contest, which is usually like a hot tag match that starts dynamite. You always said, you know, God, the, the, the officials don't follow the rules. Like the officials are kind of just like a stand in here. Nobody's officiating. Why don't they just have a stipulation for these opening tag matches? You're starting to see that week in and week out with the opening tag contest that starts dynamite. Case in point, last night, there was a stipulation to that match. Texas Tornado tag match. Bam! There you go. You just connected your dots. You don't need to worry about the official because it's a Texas Tornado tag match. And when we talk about they listen or we joke about they listen, um, they do listen. They all listen. The entire wrestling community listens to what we have to say. We, meaning the four of us, me, you, Tommy, and Mark. And when Tony Khan was on and I had the pleasure of interviewing him, we talked about some stuff, maybe some stuff that he wasn't prepared to talk about or um, maybe didn't want to talk about that day. But the one positive that came out of our conversation was I had mentioned to Tony about, you know, if you're going to do these type of matches – Maybe just stip them so as fans, we understand why the referees aren't doing anything. And I think that was the one positive that came out of our interview where Tony actually said, yeah, you know, maybe I'll take that under advisement. And it makes it a lot more pleasurable for the fan because now I can sit back and go, okay, the rules are there ain't no rules. You know, yeah. what are the rules? The rules are there ain't no rules. It's to the end of the bridge and back and we're, we're racing for pinks. What are pinks? Pinks, pink slips, you moron. Anyway, <laughs> Grease won much better than Grease 2. Grease 2 should have never been made and don't even say anything. Don't even say a word about that. I don't want to hear your Grease 2 opinion. Ed, you got something you want to say? I have a Grease 2 opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, if your grease opinion does not mirror my grease opinion, I, you're going to get greased. There's and not a in a good chance. way. It does not match <laughs> your grease opinion. Okay, I don't grease want to. Wanna... Highly underrated film. Please. And with a positive, Please. with a positive message Please. as opposed to. Your wife to like, is underrated yes. for as saying opposed I do. To, as opposed to Grease One saying, you know what? Don't believe in yourself. Change yourself because that's the only way people are going to like you. That's Grease right. Grease 2, be yourself because who you are inside is what matters. Empowerment. 
You and guys Michelle are fake Pfeiffer. T-Birds. You're, you're fake T-Birds is what you are. Michelle Pfeiffer is so not hot. Olivia Newton-John oh at the end, which is wrapped in leather. Tell me about it, stud. Oh, please. That's still oh, in the bank. I still got God. that one in the bank. Yeah, you got that in the bank? Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> in leather? No. Hello. No. Hey-o. Hey-o. Okay. <laughs> Adrian. Oh, by the way, Adrian Smed, a much better actor than John Travolta. Shh. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Much like your power rankings, your credibility today, pfft, right in the shitter. All right. So go on to Steak and uh, Darby Allen with two people. No, no. Let's talk more about Greece. <laughs> I don't think people I can. can. Hear, I can hear the nation screaming right now. Shut up and talk wrestling. All right. The match. Love the match. Love the energy. Love the fact that they put the tornado step on it. Now let's get to the, the point everybody wants to hear me talk about. Yes. And that's the, the table, table spot. spot. <laughs> In order for people to understand where I'm coming from with this table spot, I got to kind of give you a quick history of something and how I look at pro wrestlers. And Dave, tell me if you agree or not. Okay. When I look at pro wrestlers, I look at them as video game characters. You remember the game Street Fighter? Yes. Street Fighter 2. You had so many different characters you can choose from. Men, women, uh, you could be a beast, you could be a, uh, you know, Zanjeef, uh, Blanca, uh, Ryu, Chiu, uh, all these different characters. Each one of them had a different speed level, a different strength level, an invincibility level, special powers, special finishing moves, blah, blah, blah. It mirrored pro wrestling very much. And that's how I look at wrestlers, based on, the, based on what you've achieved, based on how strong your finish is, based on long, how long you've been around, yada, yada. So based on that, Dave, if you had to look at Sting like a video game character, what would be his overall number based on 1 to 10? Now, I know you hate Sting. I don't hate Sting. And now you got people tweeting that I hate Sting. I don't hate Sting. If Sting was a video game character, one to ten, what number would you give him based on his entire career? I would give him an eight. Fair enough. I'd give him a nine. Okay. Okay? So this is, if you had to listen to what JR said, because if you missed it, you'll mix the whole crux of how Sting was able to, quote-unquote, no-sell the table spot. Sting went through the table, pops up, beats his chest. We've seen him do this his entire career. Whether it was from taking a flare chop or a big move, when the time was right, Stinger would hulk up so to speak yeah jr said that's the old stinger that many of us remember i think that moment in time last night was generational i got it you got it if there was a video game character or a pro wrestler that could go through a table and no sell it it was sting last night i'm gonna stop there yes or no Yes, and just like the nation, judging by social media, as soon as Sting went through that table and popped up, I was like, oh boy, I know this is going to be a big conversation piece on the show tomorrow with Bully. But Bully 
you also say this all the time when it comes to certain spots and certain things that happen in a wrestling match. Listen to the crowd and look at the crowd. When when Sting went through that table, you saw everybody's mouths open. There were gasps like, oh. When Sting popped up, the crowd went complete ape shit in Houston last night. Everybody popped to their feet and were go. They weren't just standing. They were jumping up and down. Go back and I just watched it again right now. Go back and watch that again. As soon as Sting popped up, that crowd in Houston went apeshit. When you get that kind of reaction from a crowd, how could you be wrong? How could you be wrong? That is the roller coaster ride of emotion that we talk about on this show. The lowest of the low and the highest of the highs. I have no problem with Sting popping right up and giving us classic Sting. As a matter of fact, I would go this far. 2.0 putting Sting through a table is not like the Dudleys putting somebody through a table. You become an established act and things become synonymous with you. We kept our finish strong. We kept the table strong. Every once in a while, somebody would be able to no-sell a table. Put Taker through a table, sits up. Why? It's the Undertaker. His video game character level is at a 10. You save it for when the time is right. Sting was the right person. And like I said, I'll go as far as say as this. If that was me and the moment was right, And if it was right for the story, I would have put Sting through the table and had him get up in no cell and hulk up right in my face. And if I can say it's okay, across the board, on the entire fucking planet, it's okay. Because nobody was more synonymous with that gimmick than me and Devon. I have no problem, and it, I, I was dying last night and this morning reading social media. Oh, Bully's going to go crazy. Oh, Bully's going to hate this. Oh, Bully that. Wrong. It's all about the stories. It's all about the characters. It's what you do before, and it's what you do after. If that would a couple of months ago, Cody got pushed off the top rope to the floor, through a table, and he was back in the ring in 30 seconds. Remember that? Yes. That was wrong. Cody Rhodes' video game character level should not be able to just get up after he fell off the top rope to the floor through a table. You should be an ink spot on the floor for the next three segments. Like the show should go on while they're still tending to you on the floor. That's how that should be sold. Last night we got classic Sting and it was placed perfectly. I loved it. I don't think it hurt 2.0. 2.0 got a massive rub just being in there last night. They performed well. I think that they got over in their performance. Put the match back on today and cover your eyes and just listen. You tell me if that match works or not. 
I know it's about opinions, Dave. Everybody's yeah. entitled to their own opinion on stuff, blah, blah, and all that happy horse shit. Not on this one. Everybody's opinion should be my opinion. <laughs> This is Lindsay Rhodes, and I'm so excited for my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, to be joining the SiriusXM sports family. We'll be talking about the most compelling topics and to some of the most interesting people in and around the NFL. Taking a look at things through my somewhat nerdy football lens. I like to push past the low-hanging fruit to get to the real stories that are going to make you feel like a smarter football fan. So please join me every Wednesday for The NFL Roadshow, available on the SXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Last night was a well-put-together match. Did anybody think that Jericho was going to win? Yep, the whole place thought he was going to win. And then the most unlikely of scenarios, Jericho taps. And what a great false finish when MJF had the salt of the earth arm bar on and Jericho rolled him back and the people thought that was going to be it. When I talk about the roller coaster ride of emotion, the highest of the highs, the lowest of the lows, he's in the salt of the earth armbar. The people are down low. Come on, Chris, you can do it. You can do it. Rolls them back. You get that false finish. The people came way up. And then MJF took them right back down. It's the way it should be done. Good psychology, good match. I wish I got to see MJF wrestle a little bit more because it takes him a couple of minutes to get rolling because he doesn't have a ton of matches because he's so great on the stick. Right guy won last night. I don't like Jericho using the bat. That's just my own personal opinion. I, I agree. And and then and again, let's just get this out of the way because I, I don't know if it was poor positioning with the official but if you're going to use the bat, then why aren't you using the Judas effect? Unless, you know, Aubrey, they thought Aubrey would be facing Jericho. But, like, if you go to the extent of using the bat, then you might as well use the Judas effect. 
Officials not not looking. That's why you used the bat to begin with. Jericho's psychology might have been a good baby face would stick to the rules. But then why use the bat? I didn't like the bat uh, last week when he won. I didn't like the bat this week. I don't think you need the bat Mm -hmm. at all. So and, and now, as a matter of fact, MJF got hit with the with the butt end of a bat, but still won the match, right? He connected with the bat, right? Yeah. So I mean, you're getting hit with a bat, and it's you know it's kind of like it's not affecting MJF. I'm sorry, MJF's you know video game character level should not be able to no sell a bat shot. I know Jericho didn't swing for his head like a 90 mile an hour fastball, but. In the world we live in, you get hit with a bat, you're pretty you should be going down. But overall, good stuff. MJF on the way out. MJF his trajectory just keeps going up and up. His stock just keeps going up and up. Loved it. Much much needed win for MJF in the pinnacle. Uh if you really look at it, he needed to get that victory. He did. I mean, just first of all the whole story for Jericho to go through all those stages and to get beat down but still find a way to be victorious, and then you get what you wanted, which is MJF in the ring, and you're not able to get the job done, and MJF to get the winning end of the stick. I mean, Bully, you can't get better storytelling than that. And now I'm like, all right, what's next? Where do they go next with this story? That's how you build long-term stories, long-term feuds. And this is where I always say, yes, fans will be patient. I know everybody likes to say, ah, fans today have such short-term memory and you can't give them long-term storytelling. I cry bullshit on that. Think how long we've been getting this Jericho MJF story for and the different stages and the different chapters to this story and what a great match last night and bully for you to pull out that rick flair tweet which i did not see. wow i mean the greatest of all time is giving great praise to a match like we saw last night it doesn't get any better than that and the great way to sign off on that show last night mjf is what he should be a heel i didn't see any fans last night Chanting MJF. There was no dual chance of Jericho and MJF. There were nobody cheering for MJF. There were no I love MJF signs in that audience last night. Everybody hates MJF. That's one of the ultimate true heels in pro wrestling right now. Not trying to be cool. Not trying to get himself over. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Be hated by the audience. I also loved the story going into last night that didn't revolve around the match. It was a story that revolved around the entrance and Jericho's music. One of the steps MJF said, can't play your entrance music, can't play Judas, which people love singing along to. So at the beginning of uh, last week, MJF on social media saying, you people better not sing the song. You people better not sing this song. Don't retweet the words to the song. Don't do this. This is not right. Remember when heels would come out and say, if you people say I suck one more time, I'm going home. The place would pop and they would start chanting, you suck, you suck. 
That's when you know you got him in the palm of your hand. MJF is saying all this stuff because he wants people to sing the song. People are tweeting the lyrics. I saw one person holding up cue cards with all of the lyrics yeah. to the song. The greatest entrance in the history of pro wrestling to me was the Sandman's entrance at ECW One Night Stand because there was unrivaled electricity in that building for him and for the song Enter Sandman. I can't say that Jericho last night topped it, but it was on par. And I think this this is what makes it on par. When the Sandman came out at One Night Stand, the people, the fans, the rabid ECW fan is singing the song, singing the words to the song by Metallica. The song that was used for the Sandman. Last night, the rabid AEW fan is singing the words to the song that Chris Jericho wrote. Just like Jericho could put together a phenomenal match, he wrote a phenomenal song. I, I would, I would have to get Chris to, to, to jump on and, and to ask him this, where that moment in time ranks for him. Because as a guy who always wanted to be a pro wrestler and a rock star, the same thing that Chris Jericho wanted to do, knowing that you have made it in pro wrestling in every way, shape, or form, and now you wrote a song that people want to sing from beginning to end. How many times have rock stars done interviews, Dave, and they tell you about how they get goosebumps because all these people are singing the words to the songs that they wrote? Right? That's the ultimate, probably the ultimate feeling for any kind of rock star is to be able to put pen to paper and then perform it in front of an audience and them singing those same words you wrote back to you. I mean, the images of, you know, Radio Gaga, Bohemian Rhapsody of yep. Queen at Wembley come to mind. Anybody who's ever seen McCartney live come to mind. Springsteen, Billy Joel, ACDC. When, uh, I'm getting goosebumps again when these acts are playing to the biggest stadiums on the planet and you have hundreds of thousands of people. Any, if you've ever seen Iron Maiden in South America, in Rio, in Brazil, a million people singing the words to their songs. Here's Chris Jericho, one of the most accomplished pro wrestlers on the planet, now an accomplished rock star having the people sing his entrance. And, and holy shit, the ring announcer almost screwed up so bad last night. She almost stepped on the song. And you saw Jericho give the kill. Yeah. <laughs> Just, lady, shush. Lay out. Don't say a word. But man, that was an incredible moment last night. You can't. It's stuff like that where I'm telling you AEW is pulling away from this race. Yeah, WWE's bottom line might be through the roof and they're making a gazillion dollars and yada, yada, yada. But in the perception game, 
WWE doesn't have a crowd that looks like an AEW crowd, sound like an AEW crowd, interact like an AEW crowd, singing the the song, singing the words to the songs on the entrance. Actually, they did. His name was Aleister Black, and they killed that. Yeah. Listen. But bully, bully, when it comes to bottom line and ratings, and I know fans like to argue and fight about ratings in the bottom line, WWE has a much bigger bottom line and gets bigger ratings. That's the way it should be. You're talking about a company that's been around for decades and decades and decades. Monday Night Raw has been on the air for over 25 years. Okay? Obviously, it's going to be bigger. It has a fan base. AEW is trying to attract a fan base. It's new. I still get people who are longtime wrestling fans coming up to me, bully, saying, what's this AEW thing? They're still trying to gain an audience here. So, of course, the WWE is going to be bigger. There's no question about it. But AEW in a short period of time, bully, it hasn't even been two years. They're two months shy of being on air for two years. Two, as opposed to decades and decades and decades and decades. Nobody's expecting AEW to beat the WWE right now. You could almost look at AEW and call it a glorified indie with a boatload of money. Yeah. Because it's because it's only been around for a short amount of time. I'm not calling it a glorified indie. I could see other veterans saying that. Maybe some veterans who are down on the product, down on the company, down on the the psychology or the rules or the refereeing. And yeah, you know what? The rules, the, the refereeing at times last night absolutely sucked. But Kiss has played the wrong note plenty of times, and I don't go home talking about the wrong note that they played. But this is you but ki- this is but bully really quick. This is why it's a different era and a different stage. We were able to do those nitpicking things. Now I, I shouldn't even call it nitpicking things. Obvious things. When it was 500 people at Daly's place and there was no crowd. But now that you're getting an arena full of people, an arena full of 10 to 15,000 people watching this product with them going absolutely ape shit, and that crowd looking as close to the attitude era of any crowd that I have seen since. Those glaring things six months ago are not glaring anymore. And people who are maybe tuning into AEW for the first time are seeing that type of crowd. Case in point, Gabby and her father. Father walks out of the room when she's watching Raw on a Monday, sat and watched that whole show with her last night. My family who walks out of the room on a Monday, sitting and watching that show with me last night. How could you not? It's contagious. And this is just the beginning. What are we going to be looking at six months, a year, two years from now? One company's going in one direction and one company's going in another direction. That's the way I'm looking at it right now in 2021. And for the AEW haters out there who love to tweet me and tell me that I'm on the payroll, trust me, if you heard my interview with Tony Khan, you would know that I am the last person on AEW's payroll. I give honest and fair assessments. And I could sit here and talk about the refereeing all day long. But it is hard to put that under a microscope right now when that show 
is so damn fun to watch. I found myself last night just throwing my hands in the air on the Bucks match. Now, the Bucks match was a regular tag match, wasn't it? Uh, I, I believe it or was. Or did it I'm have a stick? Checking. I'm double-checking right now. I think that was a, a means to an end of what we're going to get at All Out uh, with everybody being banned in the cage match, but... I don't think there was a step on that match last. Whatever night, it no. was, there was. The, I mean, you know, the, you know, the 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 Rick guy that they use all the time. I could, I could point out a hundred mistakes he made, or any other ref, you know, in there. But you know what? I threw my hands in the air. I'm like, ah, these people are yelling and screaming and on their feet so much. The paying customer doesn't seem to care. As a professional, I will come on the show and point out some of the company's shortcomings and how they can get better. But that's about where it ends. Because at the end of the day, pro wrestling is a performance art. There are some forms of art out there, Dave, that we would never think to pay to see. Dave, was Gigi Allen an artist? Uh, in, my, in my opinion, no. <laughs> but there are people that swear by the guy. And Gigi Allen would sell his 50 or 75 tickets to a show, and do things that would mortify most people. But still, people paid to see his art, no matter how, quote-unquote, wrong anybody else thought it was. The old-school traditionalist pro wrestler in me, who knows right from wrong, knows that AEW should tighten their screws when it comes to the rules and the refereeing, and it would never, ever compromise an ounce of their product. And this is why I don't understand why they can't tweak those things. Yes, Tony has... Last night we saw an example of of the tweaking. Let's call Sting Match a tornado match. This way can they do anything they want. But with the Bucks, I've offered up a very easy solution. Bucks matches should be fought under Bucks rules. What are the rules? There are no rules. Yeah. And then every other tag match should follow the rules so that we know a Bucks match could go Buck Wild like Wild Stallions. (laughs) Well, Bully, um, listen, are the Sex Pistols in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah. And their bass player didn't even know how to play the bass. Yet they found their way into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And he's the most over guy in the band. Yes. Sid Vicious is more well-known than um, uh, uh, Steve Jones, um, Johnny Rotten, and I don't even know the drummer's name. Let's call him Joe. (laughs) Just Joe. (laughs) Just call him Joe. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal 
and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.